Hello and welcome to Addicted to Tab, the weekly podcast where we take a look at what the hell has just happened over the last week, from news, views, to shit that we have learnt. Taking us on this journey are four fine fellows. My left, Matthew Killenbeck, whose name is an anagram of Glenn Back Titmilk. That's correct. <laughs> That's my nickname at school. <laughs> Matt, I haven't got a... T- I need to think of a, tr- uh, a question for you. Well then, off the top of your head, go. What uh, do you want to know? You can ask me anything. Um... Absolutely anything. Mm, do you prefer Matt trainers or shoes? What <laughs> is that a question? Yeah, because I always wear shoes. I never wear trainers. All oh, right, yeah, trainers every single day. <laughs> really? Okay. Um, Who? No one prefers shoes, do they? I no. literally just said I prefer shoes. <laughs> no, yeah, but you didn't. No, you said you wear shoes. You don't prefer shoes. No, I do prefer shoes. Do you actually, I really? wear trainers for for doing sport. I don't. I don't wear my. Oh, of course. Churches. In fact, you were rich when you grew up, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Famously not. R- rugby shirts are casual wear. Right, <laughs> well, okay. Daniel Belson, whose name is an anagram of Le Snobend. Brilliant. <laughs> Dan, rugby shirt or football shirt? <laughs> football shirt, of course. See, I wear a rugby shirt. Oh, yeah, no one likes rugby. And finally, Gavin Belson, whose name is an anagram of Evil Bang Son. Um, oh. Or slob in vegan which I, oh, I, I like I mean both work for me vegan so. slob in I don't know my favourite one was uh, Glenn Chris McCallan whose name is uh, Archangel Incest Mill <laughs> <laughs> shame he's not here to say anything witty about that exactly I mean it doesn't it doesn't lie talking of um, slobbing vegans I had the meatless meatball today oh. what do we think I thought it was very nice. Uh, yeah, I've had that, and I'm not even one of you lot. I had it in a salad bowl because I don't. Obviously, I can't eat the gluten. Oh, yeah. um, and cl- they put. I got double meat, meat, <laughs> and, um, and then the guy said, "Do you want any sauce on that?" I was like, "What are you talking about? You did just covered it in marinara sauce." Yeah. Saying that, my wife did get um, Southwest sauce on hers, which I thought was ridiculous. What is Southwest sauce? Mm, See, I, 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 I lose my nerve when it gets to the sauce. Mm. I I'm comfortable with mayonnaise. <laughs> Um, I have had honey mustard once, uh, but I would never dare any of the others. I think I it's like know. Northwest sauce, but a bit warmer. <laughs> it's a bit more racist. <laughs> so let's kick off with our first segment, which is News Round. Headlines. The guys have quite literally spent minutes poring over headlines to find some gems to share with you. Neighbour uses crossbow to save man from dogs, but kills him. Over to Gavin with this report. Thank you. Well, I've got a a story here from Massachusetts. Um, Basically, if you lived in an apartment block and one of your neighbours, you heard them shouting, screaming for help, what would you do? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Matt would turn the TV up so you couldn't hear it. I I I forgot we're British. Um, (laughs) Right, let's try that again. If you were American and you heard your neighbour screaming, what would you do? Put my pizza down and go and see it. Cheer. Film it. (laughs) Yeah, film it is probably the way. But anyway, so what happened this time was... uh, Guy heard his neighbour uh, shouting for help just after noon on a Wednesday. Neither of them at work. Neither of them at work. Um, turns out his neighbour was being attacked by uh, dogs Ooh. in his apartment. I, it doesn't say whether he, they were his dogs or how the dogs got Intruders. there. Intruders. <laughs> just dogs that dog, roam dog the neighbourhood. <laughs> Sneaky dog burglars. They're not as, not as quiet as cat burglars. <laughs> so what he decided to do was... Uh, so he went to have a look, saw this was happening... Went back to his apartment, picked up his crossbow. That's yeah. what I would have done, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're a crossbow man. Yeah, for sure. So, the important part of this story is he was licensed to have the crossbow because uh, he uses it for hunting. But <laughs> It's famously difficult to get a license for any sort of firearm in America. Yeah, well, that's yeah. true. That's right. true. <laughs> 
and uh, so took it back across, fired at the dogs, and uh, killed his friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got killed. This makes me wonder how much hunting he actually did with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he just hated his neighbour for this is it. Maybe he, thought they were, maybe he thought they were zombie dogs, and he thought, I've just got to put this guy out of his misery before he turns into <laughs> yeah. a zombie dog also. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was just a, a shoot-to-kill thing. Was it one shot, do we know? Just one shot? I, 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 I doubt he doubbled up. after you've killed the guy. Double tap to the head. <laughs> this is one of those... Um, Things that happens where you kind of want to see his expression as well. You know, it's just like, oh, <laughs> sh- oh no, <laughs> well, what quite, did I do? Yeah, I'd quite like to see the sort of the, the dog to man ratio. Um, so was it like six chihuahuas barking yeah, at his yeah, ankle yeah. and he's just shot him through the head with a crossbow? <laughs> Does it say or what was dogs it they, were? they don't specify dogs, but they, I mean, the fact they say dogs, so there's at least two, yeah. I'm assuming fairly big dogs because you wouldn't be that bothered if a small dog was attacking you, you'd probably take it. No. And also, he could have been too concerned that he went back to his apartment yeah. <laughs> to, to get his weapon. He'll be all right for a bit. I what did like... he do after? Say, shy and then just like shut the door. Like, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those dogs had a crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I saw it all off. So. <laughs> Weird. Postman Pat Love doll for sale. Matt. Yeah, this is a, a strange story. This comes from. Uh, it's, it was only a, like in um, in the back of a paper. It was a couple of lines, but this is a postman Pat sex doll that has gone on for sale hang on can I just stop you there you're saying that, that that's a very normal sentence yeah I mean what is a person pat sex doll well there's two things that really got me about this if you were if you were to hear about person pat sex doll what would you think it would be like a blow up postman pat of postman pat right yeah it wasn't of postman pat it was oh. a character from postman pat it wasn't Mrs. actually Mrs. of postman pat that would have been fucking hot just no, the cat it was not just the cat <laughs> It was that that, that, that handyman guy. It it was Ted. Oh, yes, it was Ted. Um, It is a sex doll of Ted. How much are we gonna buy this for? Thirteen ninety nine. No, not a penny more. Any any other offers on thirteen ninety nine? Um, I mean, it's not really something I'd be in the market. Two hundred and fifty (laughs) pounds. Bloody hell! I feel like you could get something way better than that. That is insane. Yeah. Was it? Is it a new sex doll? Was it a used sex doll? It did say it had been unopened. Uh, So. I'm hoping that that means unused as well. But is there a big demand for this sort of thing? Clearly, there must be. If you're going to have sex with a cartoon character, who would it be? I would have just I a could... sex a sex doll of a cartoon character. I would have just gone for Postman Pat because he always delivers. You would think <laughs> he does always deliver. Special <laughs> delivery. Yeah, first class or second class. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've, so presumably at 250 quid, I, I, in my head, I had just like a blow up sex doll. Presumably, it's not just blow up. It is Sitch. a blow-up sex doll, yeah. So it's a but blow-up sex doll. 250 quid. quid, yeah. It must do. It must vibrate or something. It doesn't go into too many details, but I can't imagine. Does it deliver the post before it comes no, around? No, because it's Ted. <laughs> <laughs> just Ted. Yeah. Hammers it's away. Just Ted. Yeah, you have got me there. Sorry. Yeah. That's special. <laughs> I mean, it's very special. Are there other other like characters? Can you get the whole set? Is it like a collection? If you're asking that, about the kids, <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. But I'd like to know because. I'd like. I'd also like to know who chose Ted over Pat. I mean, Pat is a bit of a. You'd like to give Mrs. Goggins a go. I, I feel box. like Postman Pat's got a bit of the savils about him. Oh, no. <laughs> He's got a massive nose, like a really big nose. Just give like, a great nose job. Give a great nose job. I mean, yeah, that that, that could work. Also, I guess as a sex yeah. doll because sit on my face. Yeah, <laughs> a lucky lady could sit. On his face. Wait, you, you could invite your friend over for a wine and some um, cheese savouries, and then she could sit on the nose. You could sit on the 
Yeah. On the penis. What a great night. What a night they got, eh? <laughs> Stick the theme tune on Sonos. <laughs> you get yourself a pie. That sounds like a very special party. Desperate appeal after Seagull grabs dog from Devon Garden. Dan, reporting live. Yes, indeed. An appeal has been launched after a dog was snatched by a seagull and carried away in the bird's beak. The seagulls are at it again, guys. These seagulls, I tell you. Yeah. This four-year-old miniature chihuahua called Gizmo, they're not even sure if he's still alive. He was carried a fair way away by the seagull, so no idea where it is. Uh, my partner was in the garden putting the washing out at the time and suddenly sw- swooped down. It carried Gizmo a fair way away as we couldn't see him anymore. I have no idea if he has dropped or where he is now. So <laughs> he started a new life with the seagull. <laughs> the fir- yeah, so the first, the first thing, shout out to calling your chihuahua Gizmo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was dying out, but we've got some Gremlins fans in the house now. Do we think... The seagull ate this dog. No. <laughs> I can't. Know I think they've started a life together. Yeah. It's we're gonna find we're gonna have flying chihuahuas. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the next Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah it yeah. is. It's like Chihuahua, a Chihuahua and Gold. Odd couple buddy film. Chihuahua. Personally, Whoa. after hearing about the the Dave Benson Phillips story and all the other vicious stories I've heard, um, I knew that there's a girl I work with actually um, who told a story a couple of weeks ago, months ago now, um, about she went to the beach with her with her husband and a seagull landed on her head to get to her ice cream <laughs> and she's afraid of birds and she screamed but knowing that mixed with the Dave Benson Phillips story and how vindictive they are I think this fucker just picked him up and dropped him over the ocean <laughs> <laughs> and laughed about it with his mates and just flew back to look for more <laughs> yeah. I mean I quite I'm, I'm quite looking forward to the story where Gizmo just turns up in about six months, just <laughs> knocking on the door. Well, she's, the story. she's posted on Facebook, she's assuming here, but she said, please, 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 if anyone finds a chihuahua, he's mine. <laughs> wow. Well, 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 that's, that's, <laughs> that's my one. See, that could end badly as well because she'll have people knocking on her door for days. Like, is this your chihuahua? No, that's not mine. Is this your seagull? <laughs> <laughs> not mine either. I found it hanging out the back of this chihuahua. <laughs> like a cute of the chihuahuas they've just found in the street. <laughs> Ontario teen gets harmonica stuck in mouth, sent to hospital. Gavin, on the scene. Wow, uh, it's quite the predicament that uh, the teenager Molly O'Brien found herself in. (laughs) Molly (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien. So she shoved the instrument into her mouth, which which stretched her cheeks. Then she couldn't take it out. That's, That's the basic story, but... She's got a... What about the harmonica, though? (laughs) (laughs) The quote from her is, Honestly... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that was good. That was good. Um, She said, Honestly, it's nature's wonder on how that went in. (laughs) 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 She says that to all the boys. (laughs) Then then this is where I turned against her in the story. Um, So before informing her parents and seeking medical attention, she decided to film her predicament and not... Uploaded the video to TikTok. Oh, fucking TikTok. So what she said... can't even use YouTube anymore. Like, get a life. So what she did in that was... Uh, which has received 1.7 million likes. She's um, She explained to them, I did a bad thing. I regret the thing I did. And you're wondering what that thing is. Well, I shoved an entire harmonica in my mouth and it's stuck now. After 30 minutes it hurt, but then it... <laughs> then, <laughs> then it was kind of numb. Uh, she captioned the video with a message about going to the children's hospital in Ottawa and having the instrument removed. Doctors there referred her to a dentist who was able to remove it without injury. He said, let's not do this again, okay, dear? <laughs> <laughs> the dentist said, if you want an organ in your mouth, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's, there's got, I was just going to say, I can't believe they didn't use the word organ at all for <laughs> yeah. that story. Um, also, she seems to say quite a lot. She's getting quite a bit of abuse for not telling people about it. So it seems like it wasn't that big a deal that it was in her mouth in the first place. That whole story was quite sexually charged. Yeah. Like, or that might just be me. <laughs> I think that was, it was you. You heard mouth and organ and that was it. Literally, I'm so dry, it's been days. Badger falls through Northampton's super drugstore ceiling. James, this is my first story, guys. Exciting times. So, um, you know, as the as the headline suggests, staff just, you know, going about their daily business in Superdrug. Badger, straight through the ceiling, behind the counter. Um, I, do, I do like the... Um, <laughs> behind the counter, started serving. <laughs> well, yeah, it f- fell through the ceiling tile, landed behind the counter, and I really like, uh, because I haven't heard this for a long time, uh, staff said the badger hit the floor and trundled off. Good days, <laughs> trundled. It's just a word. Because they've got short legs, they trundled, yeah. didn't they? Trundled off under the perfume counter. Um, I like to think he just said good day. <laughs> off he went. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what would you do if you badger through the through the ceiling? Who would you call? They're pretty dangerous, aren't they, badgers? They, yeah, yeah. Too big, aren't they? Yeah. Not Who would I call? I, I don't know who I'd call. RSPCA? Yeah. Well, who I'd go with. Michaela uh, Strachan? No. My, my wife, I don't know. Who did they call? <laughs> they called the it. Dogs Trust. <laughs> they called the Northampton Badger Group. Wow. I mean, yeah. Badger Group. I used to be a badger. I was in a badger group. You were in a badger group? Yeah, but not like a rescue. Uh, badgers, you when, like when you say cubs and scouts. Uh, oh, okay. I thought you meant like like the Wombles. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of underground. Actually, and, uh, <laughs> and overground, actually. <laughs> That's um, a good point, actually. What the fuck was this guy doing out during the day? I thought they were... Why is he up there? Why is he so high? How did he get up there? Yeah, how did he get up there? Climbers, are they? Well, uh, also, um, so Sally Jones from the uh, Badger group um, obviously said it was one of the oddest rescues that they've ever had. But she also said they don't know how the young female Badger got into the shop on a Sunday, which was closed to the public at the time. (laughs) Oh, I see. So, I mean, immediately the Badger is not obeying... Kind of licensing right. laws of of when it's yeah. open, when it's not. It's just completely. It's like the woman couldn't believe that it was there on a Sunday. Complete, Any other day, she'd be like, obviously, <laughs> the bad disregard did. for for Sunday trading. Complete <laughs> disregard for like public places. Complete disregard for all the rules. I mean, by the time uh, uh, Miss Jones and the group had arrived, there were four of them there to four to, badgers. No, four of them oh. there to round up the the badger. There were perfume bottles strewn oh. all over the floor. Oh, God, who's clearing that up? Someone. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty. Um, it didn't attack crazy. anyone. No, it didn't. It didn't attack. Uh, didn't attack anyone. Didn't attack anyone. <laughs> How did um, they get it out? Well, mashed potato, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I haven't got that for years. Um, it's it's called Bodger. Like. <laughs> Bodger turned up. I'll get him. Rest in peace, Bodger. <laughs> oh no, that's that's a bowl of mat. So yeah, they think they think um, weirdly. Uh, they said that they don't know how the badger got into the shop, and then in the next sentence says the same person suggests that it could have got in via the ducks at the back of the shop. Oh, the ducks are not in. <laughs> <laughs> the, ducks. the ducks had a key. <laughs> I'm finding this very confusing. So far, we've got we've got badgers, ducks, rolling rats turned up. It's, it's, it's and then someone with a potato masher. Anything to get to Farthingwood. Get paid £38,000 to test out sex toys and answer questions about them. Gavin, I believe you're testing them. <laughs> well, for thirty-eight grand, i am thinking about it. Was this a story or an email you got? <laughs> <laughs> From a Nigerian print. This is a story about an online 
marketplace called one oh no not one by <laughs> onbuy.com mm-hmm. i've not heard of them but um they they <laughs> neither it's cool <laughs> they, they said that they they've been inundated with emails asking for advice on how to use the intimate products they sell yeah, is it complicated yeah. well, point I mean, a bit goes in the hole if it's a hole, put a point of it. Stick a sucker to the, to the shower wall. <laughs> back, back, back onto it. <laughs> Get to it. Flow up Ted. <laughs> go forward onto it. <laughs> one of the nose, one of the dick. <laughs> so they said they, they receive um, over 500 questions each month about uh, from their customers. Um, and they're, they're basically looking for somebody to uh, answer these queries. Well, you've got to try them out first. Um, so... You'll get paid thirty-eight thousand pounds a year to do it. You don't need any, uh, <laughs> you don't need any particular qualifications. Just need a vagina. Um, you must need some experience, though, surely. So uh, you need to have experience with sex-related products and possess excellent customer service skills. The common queries that they've received—is um, it meant to hurt? Is um, recommending other products shit? to partner with customers purchase goods and advice on how to get maximum pleasure from each of them maximum pleasure chill out guys it's just like a bit <laughs> yeah. of fun just have yeah. a bit of pleasure how much yeah. so what will happen is you'll be sent a selection of the intimate items each month so you, you like? can familiarise yourself with them before giving your advice uh, they said we understand this isn't your usual customer service job but we hope there's someone out there who has all the right skills if that's you please send in your application does it matter how many applications they got for the job uh, it doesn't, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds like that job's still open if anyone's... Uh... Quite a few of them were stuck together. I feel, like, <laughs> I, just, I feel that's quite a lot of pressure in a way. Like, I don't think I'd want to do that. I mean, I don't think anyone's... I assume check... they're looking for a chick as well. Uh, I've, got, I've got to be honest, 500 questions a day, did you say, a week? A month. A month. I reckon a lot of those are the same ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I reckon you just you know, cut and paste that. Also, it sounds like it's something that would sound like quite exciting to do, but when you've got like, Barbara from Southend like, asking you how to chuck a... Like a black beauty, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably just, you're just like, oh, mate, I just want to go home. And just send you a picture. Is this yeah. in right? I just think, as well, they're sending you these things to test, and you've got to kind of review them, explain how they work to people. No, nobody says that you actually, no one's checking up on you to say that you're doing this. You just take the delivery, say you do it, make some stuff up, bang, 38 grand. Also, like, I just think, um, a sex toy is that complicated, like, I mean, I, I think I, if you get yeah. deep into it, I think it probably gets. <laughs> you get you need the uh, string for, isn't it? Pull it back out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I, I guess the things like the the beads and maybe the rings and stuff. Maybe there's. There was something so funny on Twitter about anal beads that this couple, um, they had, the the woman said they'd sent off for some sex toys in some or they no they'd bought a box of sex toys from Ann Summers when it was closing down and it was sort of like a lucky dip anyway they got them home <laughs> they opened it up and there was these anal beads and she said well in for a penny in for a pound so he's like well excited because you know this is happening and she said they sort of you know lubed them up stuck them in and she <laughs> he started to pull them out they got sort of increasingly bigger and she said as he was pulling them out as he pulled one of them he goes and this week's Powerball is <laughs> <laughs> she said it really ruined the mood <laughs> I don't know how I, I don't know where I sit on the old I don't want to sit on them I just think that's where like, I pull grass out of my cat's ass all the time like, I just think, yeah, like, you shouldn't be masturbating while you're doing <laughs> it's just so hot the noises you make. Like, can you imagine when you're, pu- you're pulling beads out of a 
Oh, I, but like, no. I was having this conversation about logistically, it's got to be so unsexy. Right, <laughs> yeah. get, get on all fours. Now do this. Right, now I'm just going to pull this out. It's like you're sort of MOTing an engine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do there. Oh, be stuck. <laughs> it's not really something you do in the moment. No, there's a lot yeah. of planning. There's prep work. There, I'm, I'm just not. I can't be bothered with that. Yeah, it's a lot of prep work. I think that takes take the, the spontaneity is kind of half the enjoyment of sex, isn't it? Like, yeah, you get a toy and you kind of like and you you know you go for it if you're alone, or you sometimes introduce them as a. Tell us, tell us more, tell us But to make it like when once you start overthinking it, and it just takes away from everything it's meant to be. These yeah. guys just chill the fuck out and just just throwing up you every now and then. Just... <laughs> but this yeah. is for lonely single ladies. Yeah, well, just learn, just like just just Get put it near doll. you and see what happens. <laughs> put it near you. It's getting closer. It's right by you. know exactly what I meant. <laughs> Man quits his job after being outed as Australia's notorious poo jogger, Dan. The man named as Andrew Douglas McIntosh was dubbed the poo jogger after a story in Australia's Courier Mail which pictured the former manager supposedly defecating in public. Whoa. He was actually photographed holding toilet paper <laughs> outside the Logan Road block. I think that gave it away. I <laughs> remember, <laughs> I just always have this when I go for a run. I kind of think that's sweet that he took toilet Is paper it? with him. <laughs> I mean, um, no. I mean... <laughs> It's nice to be prepared, but he's still shitting outside. Yeah. He's only cleaning yeah. his ass. He's not cleaning the shit up. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. I blame Paul Radcliffe for this. Yeah, she started this. Thing. She did start this. No one just thinks he can just go for a run. She didn't have toilet paper. No, she did not. <laughs> she did not wipe. No, she, I think she had a hairless bum though. So I think it was just <laughs> out, <laughs> <laughs> and she was sweaty from the marathon. So <laughs> she Houdini'd it. Popped out. <laughs> Done. Says uh, Macintosh, inspired by Paula Radcliffe, uh, found on the private footpath. Over 30 times in the last year. <laughs> 30 times. That's I mean, why he's got the toilet roll. He knows he's going to do it yeah. again. Maybe it's something about him running that just loosens things up. But why is he always doing it in the same spot? I'm going to get serious for a moment. Do you think it's some sort of sexual thing? No, I don't. Because he just said it was like inspired by Radcliffe, right? <laughs> 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 but it does sound like it's inspired by Radcliffe. And I just think that he just... I think he but just runs and he it's almost I, like I, that's I, his spot now. No, like, I, like it's psychological. He's, it's, yeah, he's like now, he that's where it, he get, hits I, that point and he's like, oh, here it comes again. I just don't think if you're an actual adult, you can <laughs> not shit. Even if it's psychologically it goes time it's to shit. 64, we don't know. He's 64. Like it's 64. He's still jogging, that's good. Yeah, but he might be jogging <laughs> really, really far away from his house. He's got nowhere else to go. So you, you think you're, his you're on the side is of his, his problem? Now. Do you want to see a picture of him so you can make your judgment? Oh no! <laughs> I've changed my mind. How did the, uh, hang on? If you I'm, you don't see many human turds out. Do you reckon? <laughs> no. Well. If you're walking along, if you're walking along a path in a park and there's a big turd, you think big that dog. was a big dog. Yeah. yeah. So at what point did they go? That is definitely human. Yeah, because I think I could have caught him after like four or five times. It wouldn't take me 30. I'd set up a camera straight away and someone keeps shitting it. You'd know it's like human, 30 times. You know it's human poop. Yeah. Once yeah. I've like inspected the corn and stuff, we'll <laughs> see what's going on in this guy's <laughs> diet. I'll be all over it. Olympic champion Bradley Wiggins in bizarre foul-mouthed rant, Matt. Well, this is one of those, <laughs> those headlines that really grabs your attention. It grabs you, it slams your head against the table and says, look what happened, because this is absolutely amazing. So, Olympic champion, so Bradley Wiggins was with his family in Disneyland Paris, and I'm guessing that he was drunk, but what happened was that he saw Mickey Mouse 
obviously not the real Mickey Mouse, just a guy in a in a costume. Uh, and what where, he, where was the real Mickey Mouse? Uh, he's making movies. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. So and he told him to fuck off, you paedophile. Um, fuck off, and he also said fuck off Disneyland, and basically abused Mickey Mouse for quite a long time <laughs> um, in front of families, horrified families. It says actually. Uh, he called him a cunt as well. <laughs> yeah, really it doesn't say anything about why he said this. He's just gone off on one. He said, uh, it was on a video as well. He said, fuck off Disneyland. We, uh, Mickey Mouse is a cunt. You can fuck off. <laughs> the video ends with a 39-year-old father of three. Important. Pedophile. Pedophile. That's what he says. <laughs> he's got two hits. Or yeah. It says, uh, Brad has a mad sense of humour and was messing around with a friend. He didn't mean to cause offence. Mad sense of humour? It does sound like a pretty mad sense of humour. <laughs> And then, despite the rant, Wiggins uploaded a picture alongside Mickey saying, We just dem old school geezers. <laughs> <laughs> which hashtag, may be worse. <laughs> which may be worse than the actual assault yeah. itself. Um, I don't think Mickey Mouse has said anything. He said something about him being a drugs cheap. I don't know if that was. <laughs> I mean, the fact that it went on for quite some time, I find a little bit weird. Why, why is nobody stepping in to defend Mickey at this point? Apparently, as well, it actually went on. It says here, I didn't even see this bit, but it says, Wiggins had another pop at Disneyland, this time criticising the children who go there. This is what he said. The only thing with Disneyland... I don't know how he sounds. What does he sound like? Just like that, yeah. Okay. The only thing with Disneyland is there are fucking cunt kids everywhere. Horrible little cunt kids, he blasts. <sighs> he, he likes to swear, kids. doesn't didn't, he? Yeah. Didn't he take his kids there? Yeah. <laughs> no, got... Well, no, it just said Bradley Williams, father of three. He could be on a piss up. He's just there on his own, <laughs> shouting paedophile. He's probably, he's probably off his face on, on his uh, steroids, and he's just like... <laughs> It says uh, about the kids, he said, they got a fucking free reign and free pass to act like little fucking cunts in their pants just because Mickey Mouse was here. Oh, if only he wasn't being such a great role model, he could have said something <laughs> like that. It says, are the parents just happy for them to fucking run riot, smashing sneaker cues and balls everywhere just because they're at fucking Disneyland? Oh no, he was confused when he was down the pub that night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's awful one. He has not enjoyed this holiday. He has not enjoyed this holiday. <laughs> what a week for news. Don't forget, if you come across a story you think the world or our 12 listeners need to hear, you can send it to us at hello at addictedtotamp.com. Now, as Benjamin Franklin once said, tell me and I forget. Teach me and I remember. Involve me and I learn. In that vein, we have involved Glenn and asked him to share what he's learned over the last seven days. Addicted Talk. Glenn hasn't turned up today. <laughs> so we're going to share with, with you what he's uh, what he's text through in a quite clear copy and paste situation <laughs> from uh, the website factretriever.com. So, uh, Glenn, Glenn wants uh, to uh, acknowledge that it is Valentine's Day this week, um, and so his trivia is all about divorce. <laughs> he knows all about it. Yeah. So, in ancient Chaldea, a man could get a divorce by writing a letter to his wife's father or by saying, Thou art not my wife. However, if the wife ever said, Thou art not my husband, she would be immediately drowned. Wow. So, is this guy Gandalf? (laughs) (laughs) In the Aleutian Islands, if a man grew tired of his wife, he would barter her for food or clothes. I think that seems fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, if you got, like, a bad offer, you'd be really offended, though, wouldn't you? It depends on what your wife is as well. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just don't let it go if you get a bad offer. What if you can do it the opposite way as well? Like, if you've got some jeans, you're like, oh, mate, do you want to trade your wife for these spliffy jeans? <laughs> <laughs> Fido Dido. <laughs> yeah. 
Experts have actually noted, uh, this is coming about more to present day, experts have noticed that if a spouse has gained more than 20% of his or her own body work, weight, divorce is more likely. <laughs> and what does that say about us? Shallow, but fat people. Yeah, I think I think the reason Glenn's not here is just being revealed. <laughs> yeah. That's more true than you realise, I think. <laughs> Don't worry, he's not going to listen to me. Well, no, I think it could be loss of interest, which is the answer to what his final point, which is uh, the top five reasons for divorce in the USA include one, communication problems, two, infidelity or betrayal. Is that like when the walkie-talkie's not working? <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, three, financial problems. Four, psychological, emotional... Psychological, emotional, or physical abuse, or five, loss of interest. So that brings us to the end of I think Glenn's best <laughs> trivia. Probably the best one yet, actually, I would say. Um, yeah, so far. A talk. So we're moving on to Twitter. So each week we ask the guys to share with us their favourite tweet from the last seven days. Matt, are you sticking with the same, or are you I, going to someone new? I have. Um, Elsa fucks old men Jean, um, <laughs> the, the porn star. She's had a week. Um, <laughs> this this is where she started. Maybe I've just never been in love, but is it just really that hard to not get over someone? Like, just go out and suck another dick and go to bed. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what everyone does, right? Yeah. Um, and then she, a couple of days after that, she said... Uh, I've got indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers that time that Pierre Woodman lied about having my first anal and had lots of laughy faces? Anyone, porn anyone remember that? Just, just so her, I think, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she also said, uh, "Oh, send me to the beach with that guy that knows how to lick my ass." <laughs> On the nice. beach, yeah, sand everywhere. Oh God, low. she should get together with the poo jogger. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she's um, sorry. She's posted a picture of herself in a bath as well, saying, "Would you drink my bath water?" No, I would not. I would not. Wait, not the whole bath. That. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, that's what she said. I said my bath water. Thirsty. So I not, think you need to have stamina if you want I'll to. I'll have a shot, a shot glass at that. I'll probably do a shot actually as well. Um, <laughs> she said, would it help <laughs> Would it help someone with asthma if I queefed in their mouth since that's <laughs> oh, a pussy oh. inhaler? <laughs> I don't think she knows how I don't think she knows how inhalers work. And then she, I don't think she's medically qualified. No. She signed off with um, because coronavirus is going around, I want it to be known that I won't be licking any arse. <laughs> Sorry boys. Also, I don't think she understands how coronavirus <laughs> is She's very confused, girl. She's very, very confused. Does but, she think that that's how all these people have got coronavirus? Yeah. That's, uh, she thinks that's all that happens in You're China. The, do you think that's why she thinks she thinks that's why people wear masks, is to stop them licking? <laughs> well, you have to remember in, in, stop um, anyone's balls in their arse. <laughs> in America, the propaganda um, of out, anything outside the US is, is ridiculous. So they, that's what they've been told. The Chinese arse-licking virus is what they, they know yeah. over there. Yeah. But um, never mind Elsa. So I also have one more... One more tweet, which um, this is just one single tweet, which I really enjoyed. This was from Charisma Carpenter, the star of Buffy and Angel. And this was a really nice tweet, but it comes out sounding the wrong way. <laughs> okay, so she said, this was talking about the film Parasite, by the way, that just won the Oscar. I'm happy for Parasite, but I really wanted Jojo Rabbit to win. Very original. And if you can make a person laugh about the Holocaust, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some great Holocaust jokes. Here we go. <laughs> I get what she's trying to say. That is genius. But that, that didn't go very well. Right, Dan. Yeah. Right. Big, big week for Dave Benson Phillips. Because he's back on our screens. He's been on Come Dine With Me. Celebrity Come Dine With Me. With um, some bloke from Blazing Squad. So Love then, Island. They're just individuals, they're not in couples or anything. It's no, just, not okay. couples. Yeah. Um, 
So he said, I really wanted to sit and watch Come Dine with me tonight, but my nine-year-old son has insisted we will watch Aladdin on DVD because he's a big fan of Will Smith. So even his son doesn't want to watch him <laughs> on TV. And he can't control his son. <laughs> no. For a moment, I was thinking he was talking about the, the Disney classic cartoon, but... And I, and I thought, Fair play. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually not a bad show because Robin Williams is a genius. But then he went. No, he's the genie. <laughs> 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 then he went down the Will Smith route, which I haven't seen. Could be good, but. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. All right. Yeah. Didn't need to be made. But no. he has got another tweet here. Big news as well, obviously, from the Showbiz World. He said, Hello, Scope. We heard your news and we've talked about nothing else all day. My family and I send you, Steph, and the girls our love and support. My, uh, my number is. <laughs> <laughs> Steph might need that support now. <laughs> Slide into my DMs. She's got, she's got no one. <laughs> you couldn't talk about anything else all day. Still so feels gay. Right, here we go. This is, this is my day. It's like I've just cutting the carrots in the kitchen. I still can't believe he's gay. It's can't believe it's no. It's all my fault. Go to bed, Dave. Yeah, Stop getting on about it. Finally, Gavin, give us your Twitter. Well, I've gone back to Vicky Michelle because I know you all missed her last time. Hello, hello. hello. So, uh,. As usual, a lot of birthdays this week, so she's just wished uh, Bradley Walsh a uh, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Bradley. Gethin Jones. If he's listening. Um, Holly Willoughby. Yeah. Of course. Uh, the picture she's used is with her when Holly looks about 12. Oh, yeah. Right, no. <laughs> Send it to Glenn. Send it to Glenn. Um, and um, Rosemarie as well, it was her birthday, but she's also been... Uh, talking about Schofield, oh. with uh, I love Schof. I've been chatting nation- to Dave Benson about this. <laughs> Me and Dave just can't stop talking. So uh, I love Schof. The nation loves Schof. So brave of him and his family. Known him since the eighties. Hashtag going live. <laughs> just throwing that in the middle. Uh, always the consummate professional. Always such fun to work with. Wishing you lots of happiness at Schof. At this morning, you're back in the room. <laughs> Didn't come out before Brexit, though, did he? Yeah. Uh, Gutless. <laughs> And another one she's had, which uh, is about Kirk Douglas, because obviously Kirk Douglas... His birthday? No, no. (laughs) She was was very sorry to hear that Kirk Douglas has passed. One of my all-time favourite actors. Loved his films. Sad news, but wow. 103 is a great age. And then she's gone, hashtag Hollywood legend, hashtag Spartacus, hashtag gunfight at the OK Corral. (laughs) (laughs) For, For me, that just makes it sound like... He was killed in a gunfight at the IK Corral. Um, okay, whose birthday is next out of us? I'm going to put this out there. I want to get you on Vicky's Ooh. Twitter birthday list. Right. We're all going to have to go to town. Message. Vicky. Message. <laughs> We're all going to have to go to town. Wasn't that the plot of a lower life? <laughs> um, no, I think we're just going to have to reach out and say, you know, she is the subject of a podcast, a podcast with... Twelve listeners. And <laughs> Stop saying she, that. Sorry, eleven listeners. Over um, over over ten listeners. <laughs> yeah, with literally tens of listeners, um, and uh, and we want to get a birthday wish out to Gavin. I, I'm more than up for Should that. We just get her in. She, she's local. <laughs> where where does she live? I mean, Why remember she's in Essex a lot for her radio mm. show. Have you remembered nothing about her tweets? We don't know where she lives. Does she live Essex? <laughs> She just works there. She, she might be on the Essex border, we don't know. <laughs> a dick, dick talk. Right, guys. I think I've stumbled a lot, uh, upon some gold for this podcast. Now, as you're aware, each week I like to give you a little trivia quiz. Now, we've been sort of scratching around for themes. You know, they need to be relevant. They need to be weekly. Well, this week I have signed Addicted to Tower Cup to... 
what can only be described as a shitload of trade, <laughs> trade publications which are now piling up in our inbox and they talk about everything that's going on in their uh, in their little world and uh, and so this going forward is going to form the basis of our weekly trivia and our top six Lovely. are you excited to hear what uh, what this week is okay this yeah. week is pig world guys pig oh. world Okay, so uh, Pig World, uh, their, their weekly newsletter, weekly newsletter, dropped into my uh, inbox on on Tuesday. Um, now, I picked out some questions, uh, some of which you will definitely know the answers to, others you might not, but, um, but here we go. Founder of the Ladies in Pigs movement, Glenda Montgomery, dies at what age? 103. 86. Oh, I'm going to go 64. I, I mean, I want to know ladies in pigs. <laughs> Just than pigs and ladies. <laughs> that, is, that is a splinter group. <laughs> they call it a splinter group. They like keep them very far away. It's good to see that equality is just as bad in the pig world as it is in every single <laughs> sector of them. Well, she, I mean, obviously, this is a sad subject, um, especially to kick off the questions with. Um, but Glenda sadly died at the age of 89. Oh, um, so I was going to say that. Thoughts with her and her family, um, but uh, yeah, she's done a, a lot for the pig world. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, so question number two: the National Pig Awards. Okay, the piggies. <laughs> the, the National Pig Awards. Now, when I was thinking, so what I had originally said was name five of the categories, and I was thinking best pig, best supporting pig. Like that. Okay. I've changed the question to name one of the categories. Ooh, okay. So you have to okay. you have to name. One of the categories from this year's 2019's National Pig Awards. Okay. Right, we're going to go around the table. Matthew, give me a category. Um, pinkest. Pinkest pig. No. Pinkest pig. No. It's not. So think about it. It's it's the industry awards. It's not pig awards. That's stupid. I'm going for comedy, guys. I would go for curliest tail. (laughs) Right. Uh, I'll steer us away from this. I'm going to go. Top rare breed. No. Yeah. You're, you're, you've got to think industry. Get away from the pigs. No. It's the pig industry, the awards in the pig industry. Um, Big bad wolf. Shall I give you one? <laughs> shall, I give, shall, shall I give you one as a, as a help? Built as pigs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to give them all those ideas. Please just set the pig right. down now. So listen, this is one to set you on the right okay. track. So this was a category in the National Pig Awards Finisher of the Year. That was the category. Okay. So starter of the year. Finisher of the year. <laughs> Finisher of the year. Sausage Sausager of the Year. <laughs> no. No? But you didn't laugh so much though, like that could be on the it's right. It's got to be something to do with sausages. Best no, it's important. Think about the, the industry. Oh my god. <laughs> Nothing to do with get away from pigs. I it's can't get away from pigs. That's all I can think about. Why are like you thinking pigs? Pig. It's the National Pig Awards, but don't think pigs. You've missed an opportunity here, I feel. I don't think pigs, it's just national awards. Okay, one of the Tran- one, transports. Pig, pig, of, pig of the county. Award. I mean, Ga- Gavin's getting closer. <laughs> so, in transport. Another one is Marketing Initiative of the Year. Okay. Best ad campaign. That's literally what you said. <laughs> that is what you said, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, it's very confident with your arm. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's commercial. That's why I was... 
I was thinking, why am I certain of that? <laughs> she literally just said it. Right. Uh, you, you, you might get a couple of these. Um, best, best delivery of pigs. You say best uh, trader, right? Uh, well, delivery, You, if you're delivering in the car, not carnal sense, in the <laughs> biological <laughs> sense. Um, best, best abattoir. Best slaughterhouse. No, the opposite of best, best breeder. Breeder. Of pigs. Best slaughterhouse. Uh, well, breeder, breeder. Think, think. Uh, people. Vet. In... Oh, fuck you. Best vet. <laughs> best vet pig. Pig vet. Pig vet of the year goes to Rolf Harris. Glenda. For some reason, I'm going to give Gavin that. It's oh. young farm vet of the year. They're quite into young because there's also young pig farmer of the year. Oh. Um, also on. the David Black Award. So surprised we didn't get that one. <laughs> Uh, there are Pet Pedigree Bill Breeder, Special Achievement Award, <laughs> Stockman of the Year, the Herd Productivity Award, Trainee of the Year, Unit Manager of the Year. Oh, that's um, the big depressing. Also, indoor producer and outdoor producer. Wow. So, Sounds like a Roald Dahl novel. So, yeah, Gav sort of got a point. It's a magical, <laughs> so we'll, we'll it's a magical world, isn't it? Magical world of pigs. Yeah, uh, yeah right. So, moving on to the next question. Question. Industry workshop coordinated by the AHWBE member and Red Tractor Chair Stuart Houston covered topics including radical proposals like the introduction of compulsory licenses for what? <sighs> compulsory license. What would you need a license to do? Um, to kill? Kill them? Yes, to kill. <laughs> to allow the shit out of them? <laughs> to allow them. <laughs> Mm, no. <laughs> um, I might just. I, I'm just going to say transport for every every question now. Okay, transport. Marketing, marketing, <laughs> <laughs> advertising. No, no. Um, they need. Would you like me to say it again? Industry workshop coordinated by the AHWBE member and Red Tractor Chair Stuart Houston covered topics including radical proposals like the introduction of a compulsory license for what breeding pigs. That's a good. That's a good guess. Is that radical? You. Didn't sound that radical. Wasn't it? <laughs> radical proposals. A I radical mean, proposal. Okay, because that I, doesn't seem like a too radical. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it could them. be the radical proposal is that you need a license. You should be able to do that shit unlicensed. Fuck a pig. Um, <laughs> that would to be kill, radical. To kill Get a license for that. Young to breed them young. He's not here. The spirit of Glenn lives. Is, is, that, is that baby back, baby? <laughs> um, to crossbreed. Oh, uh, and you're getting to. I mean, I, I tried to keep it really simple. Actually, for you guys, it's to keep pigs. Oh, <laughs> oh god! I mean, crazy. Follow up question: What is the role of the red tractor within the pig industry? Oh yeah, the red tractor takes them to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> yeah, the pigs know when the red tractor turns up they all just start one. squealing like, there's just one that goes around the UK yeah and it just picks them up and they just squeal like oh, they know I, the death is near I don't, I don't have a funny answer but isn't it like the industry standard uh, type thing where they like inspect the meat or something uh, inspect my I mean point, I'm going to give him the point it's it, from what I can understand so the answer is it encourages compliance within industry requirements without resorting to law so it seems to me like it's a bit like the red lion on eggs I thought you were a vegan yeah, you know, a bit too much about this you porky <laughs> yeah, it's, someone's got to watch Country Farm <laughs> yeah right question five how has AHDB strengthened the pork knowledge exchange team well they've just given drugs they replaced Glenda after she died <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
kind of. <laughs> have they gone? Have they gone international? No. They've increased their workforce by ten percent. I mean, you're you're kind of right in both of your answers. They've decreased their pigs. They have. <laughs> they've added two new members of staff yeah. to oh. the uh, pog knowledge. Pog. To the pork knowledge exchange team. I just really love the idea of there being a pork knowledge exchange. <laughs> We these pigs. Hello, <laughs> Port Knowledge Exchange. How can I help you? Um, my pig's not pink enough. Should I, should I be worried? Glenda, <laughs> she's dead. Leave it. Is that uh, was we'll Glenda part of that? She, no, no, she, no. She oh, was. Okay. She was part so of. I was going to say, was she's so good that they they needed two people to replace her. What she killed off the power from? She was part of Ladies and Pigs. Um, um, yeah, by a red no. tractor by the younger young, youngsters. <laughs> right. Uh, what European country paid the most per kilogram Island. for their Correct. Wow. <laughs> pig knowledge. Back of the net. <laughs> Your pog knowledge is tremendous. And how, how much did they pay? 17 million euros. <laughs> no, £1.66. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, and all, the fi- all undone. The final question. Uh, what is the average number of pigs in a litter for indoor herds, uh, mm. according to the 2018... Figs, uh, figs. <laughs> it's a 2018 pigs facts well, and figures. I actually know this one. It's actually seven. Wait, this is indoor, yeah, indoor. Indoor herds, <laughs> not, not, not outdoor. Outdoor. We all know that. Sorry. We, we all know that outdoor herds yield slightly smaller litters. Yeah, yeah. So this is the yeah. indoor herd. Okay. Easy then. New York. What did you say? Seven. Seven. <laughs> Eleven, isn't it? How, how many tits do they have? One for every tit. Thirteen. <laughs> 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 I'm sure they're even, right? I was going to say 12. 12, 14. Would you like to do the answer? Yes. 13. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Actually, you have to spare it. I am just going to go into a little bit more detail. The correct answer is 13.6 alive. Oh, no. 0.8 dead. 0.8 Glenders. 0.8 dead. And. Terrifyingly, 0.2 mummified. Whoa. Which I don't even know what that means. It's all, it's all the same the white bat with some ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> but what is a mummified pig when it's born? It's because the shit just come out in bandages. Or... <laughs> I mean, that really. I'm going to have nightmares. Well, that's, about that's the one they chop up and put into the, um, the bags they sell in pubs. Before <laughs> scratching. Yeah, that's the one. Oh. <laughs> Everyone knows that's mummified pig. <laughs> So that brings us to the end of um, the Pig World Quiz. Of course, we do have our top six. So top six, um, it is pig-related. I want to know the the top six countries Island. that we export to. In So it's pork ex- exports in tons in 2018. Matthew. I'm going to go Denmark. De- this is export. This is the UK <laughs> exporting to. I just, for some reason, Denmark to Danish bacon. Yeah, they've got their own bacon. I know, but uh-huh. I, I feel like that. Denmark, name. number three. Oh, oh bollocks! Yeah, <laughs> Germany, Germany, number two. Oh. Spain, negative. Ah, Ireland, number one. Uh, Ireland are freaking loving love their bacon. bacon. We bacon. we exported thirty four thousand tons um, to Ireland. It's because of the, they're mostly Catholics, aren't they? So um, that bit in the Bible where it says that Jesus was hung on a cross of bacon. <laughs> and because they eat so many potatoes, sausage and mash, boom, yeah. goes together. It yeah. just works. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, we could correlate this if we looked at gravy imports. Because <laughs> no one has sausage and mash without gravy. Um, I have sausage, mash and beans. 
Ooh, controversial. Oh, is it controversial? I think so. It is. Do you know what? That just took me back to my childhood, that flavour combo. I haven't had that for years. Right, so we are Ireland number one, Germany number two, Denmark number three. And Belgium. Belgium number six. Oh, I don't know. That's a cheeky one. That was Luxembourg. (laughs) (laughs) Let's bring it back down. Uh, Austria. Negative. Gavin, you're really falling behind. Okay, let's think about this sensibly now. Who eats a lot of pork? It's not going to be any of the Jewish countries. (laughs) No, that's true. So let's go towards... Don't go for Muslim countries either. Italy. No. France. Oh, you what? Jump in for Netherlands. Correct. Number four. Come on! You've got one more to get. Pig king. Pig king. Okay, gone. Well, since I've done so well at this, uh, let's just say Portugal. No. Finland. No. You're in the right ballpark. We can't say that. Who's going to get it? Sweden. Correct. Come on! The pig king strikes it. (laughs) Denmark. We'd had Denmark. We'd had Finland. It was either going to be Norway or Sweden. Yeah, and I fucking nailed it, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Belgium, yeah, it, it goes from 34,000 tonnes down to 7,000 tonnes. So it's a big swing in the old pig. <laughs> 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 well, that brings us to the end of our um, our pig quiz. A dick, dick talk. And I'm um, sad to say that brings us to the end of this episode. Aww. As always, if you've got anything you'd like to share with us, please send it to us. Hello at addictedtotalk.com. If you want to contact us, you can contact Matt at... Matt Killimek. You can contact Dan at... Dan Belson. You can contact Gavin at... Gav Belson. And you can contact me at Ask James Atkins. It's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from them. Goodbye! Goodbye.